is meeting where they're at and just in a way holding them because we are adults, but yet we need to still be held. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey, it's Morgan King with Connect Back In, and I'm excited to share with you guys the interview that I did with Lisa Thiel. I found her through Instagram and did a Reiki session with her, and it was so nourishing and soul uh, fulfilling, if you will. I was a few months postpartum. I walked in, she said some things that I was thinking out loud and was like, here's who you are and what's going on with you. And I was like, yes, that that is true. I didn't even know that. But now that you've said it out loud, I, I believe you. Um, a little bit more about Lisa and then you'll understand how she was able to do that. She's an intuitive guide, Reiki practitioner and master, medicine woman, and a channel between the spirit world and the physical world. She guides mothers back to themselves, which she certainly did for me, awakening parts that have been asleep, especially intuitive abilities, and reconnect them to their true self. Lisa is such a pure light soul. She has an amazing journey. She's experienced some challenges as we all do in life which have led her deeper into her healing practices and all the modalities that she offers to people. Um, In our chat, it's really conversational. It's really fun. She shares her journey. She talks about some of the challenges, as I mentioned, that she's had in her life. And she's just super real and authentic. And like, she's the real deal, guys. So give her a follow on Instagram. It's L-I-S-A. T-H-I-E-L-E, Lisa Thiel. And I hope you take a listen and enjoy. All right. Well, thank you, Lisa, for taking time out of your day to connect back in. (laughs) Absolutely. So let's just, I want to start with you. Um, Talk about... What got you into the field that you're into now? I, this is a mouthful. So you can start wherever you want. Um, just give the audience a little bit of background on you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, <laughs> so I've had quite the life journey, but I would say, you know, that standard going to college, getting the business degree, <laughs> going into advertising and testing out just, you know, the standards of life and always knowing that it wasn't quite in that alignment. There was always like that high stress. I couldn't quite control or connect with my, myself, but that's kind of the thing, right? Like you just detach from yourself and you do the things that you're supposed to do and and then kind of going through life kind of getting warning signs here and there I had a crazy health thing that kind of pushed me from advertising into you know creating um learning photography connecting with food using this food to heal and then um becoming a mother and that journey, that portal. Mm -hmm. Um, You have three beautiful boys. I have three boys. They're incredible. (laughs) One just celebrated a birthday, right? Yeah. My youngest turned five, which is just so wild how time, um, how time is, um, and is not. (laughs) Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And so right as I became a mother, I was in the process of losing my mother. And so that was this kind of where it's kind of like a 
tornado where you're just in it. And then eventually you come out of it and you're just frazzled and (laughs) questioning everything. And in that space was where I really was like, what is life? What is death? What is all this? Mm -hmm. Her and my dad were pretty spiritual um, towards the end of their, I mean, he's still alive, but towards the end of her life. Um, And so he started to weave in some things while we cared for her. And that was always kind of like, oh, that feels familiar from some lifetime. And um, I, for myself, as I was trying to heal, I explored it all. (laughs) Like you name it. I explored it for myself. I never once thought I would be the one on the other side Mm -hmm. providing or guiding. Um, But it was like, I just started like pulling in the puzzle pieces and turning certain things on. I remember my first Reiki attunement. I like completely saw like it was like in that moment saw things that were not in my reality and it just was switching on it was like you're ready you're ready and at the time I was in a corporate job (laughs) and so it's like and honestly none of the people the people that I worked with there none of them were surprised it's a natural part of me to like move energy in a room whether I knew I was doing it or not or like guiding people in conference rooms, lots of one-on-one meetings always were occurring for me. Um, so so was sorry, I just want to interrupt. So you were almost like coaching and doing it without knowing it. Absolutely. It was that thing. Yeah. You were still like, I'm in corporate. Yeah. But you were like, not at all. I was like, let me read your energy and tell you <laughs> these things. <laughs> I like give people all these. And it was just like, yeah. And eventually as spirit universe does, like it just kept disconnecting. I was like, Oh, I can't go to work. I can't go to work. I can't. And then, uh, yeah, that faded. And I jumped right into the work because it was so natural for me. Um, pretty sure it's been lifetimes of me doing this work. Um, and so long story short, that is how I, got into more of the healing arts of it. Um, Although like, you know, when you look back as a child, you're like, oh, I absolutely had these natural abilities and this is my natural self. But as we do, we just put on layers and detach and disconnect. And Mm -hmm. then it's like, oh, wait. And then you just slowly kind of come back in, which is what I help other people do, mostly mothers, women, Mm -hmm. to reconnect back with themselves. Mm-hmm. And um, thank you for all that. I know that was like very succinct. <laughs> you did a really good job. I feel like I'm always like, where do I start? I don't understand where I started. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Branch out too. If we need. Yeah. And I think it's almost like, because... So I remember you telling me this too, when we had our session is that your parents were spiritual. Yeah. Or are. Yeah. And like, so tell me more about that because it's like, for me, I remember when I started peeling back the layers, my mind was freaking blown because I was like, the way in which I've been living my life is literally the exact opposite of what they're saying here. So like, who's true? You know, and I knew in my heart, like what felt better. But for you, it's almost like you sort of had a little bit and then like went on this, I call the blueprint journey, I guess. Yeah. And then we're like reawakened to it. Mm-hmm. Tell me, can you tell me more about that? Absolutely. Okay. So I did not grow up in a religious household. So I was never kind of in that um, confined. um, Some people can feel like this is, this is it. And sometimes it's like trying to look outside of it. I (laughs) was craving answers. So I enrolled in Young Life in Bible studies. I had the Bible. I had the dummy for Bibles. I I mean, I had like everything to try to understand what I could feel. Mm -hmm. And so I actually looked for religion to be like, is the answer here? (laughs) 
<laughs> um, and I never really stuck. Um, and then I remember college, my parents, I believe I was in college, they took a trip and um, they lived and studied with shamans. And in that time, you know, I'm telling a little bit of my dad's story, but he was told that he is a natural, like he is, he was born a shaman and he has a responsibility if he chooses. And so I got to witness a little bit of that at the death of my mom, like watching her die. He did this really beautiful, um, ceremony. And then later he gave me my first shamanic rite. Um, and so it was a later in life kind of thing where they started to weave in spirituality into their life, but it was never something that was, it's kind of like, if you ask, we'll share, but there was never an ask. (laughs) And so it was kind of like, I see you. Okay. Like living my college life, you do you. Sure. But then when there was the invitation and kind of that, kind of felt like a dance of like, Ooh, what? Tell me more. What just, what did you just do? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So it's like, they were allowing you to kind of go on your own journey. They're like, she's definitely like, got it. She just knows she knows she has it, but like the music's on too loud, if you will. So she can't really hear it super clearly. Cause it's almost like, I mean, that's like, if I think about it too, even just in coaching, cause I'm, I'm, I do coaching. It's like, I can't, you can't give coaching to people who aren't ready no. for coaching. It's a total no. waste of everyone's time, even though you want to so bad. So I could almost imagine, have you ever talked to your dad about it and being like, when you would watch me like take these decisions in life, were you ever like, mm, or were you like, she's just on her own path? You know, I don't think so. And I've never asked him, but I, I don't think he was in a place of, that awareness it was more of his own awareness Mm. and his own journey less about seeing other people he might but intuitively it feels very much like he's just kind of figuring out what this all means for him. Yeah, which is what we really all should be doing. Right, right, right. I I'm like, what, he wasn't looking outside himself and trying to change it? What, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> guilty. Like, you know, he's also a baby boomer too. So there's like <laughs> lots of, just a whole different, whereas like parents nowadays, like you and I, you know, I can see my kids and I can see what they're here to do, to learn. Um, and that surrender of just like, I am your guide and, um, I will support you in this. Some of these lessons that aren't going to be so fun, but here we go. Yeah, Yeah, totally. (laughs) Um, okay. So now another thought I have is like, cause I have a similar trajectory, no surprise. Um, I still, it's not done. Like I, I'm obviously we're never done, but what were some of the initial challenges that you faced once you had awareness that like, this was your calling that you've always been doing it like that. It's been part of this puzzle, but yet you're still living in this physical world. Right. And so where value to you at that time was, I'm just speaking for you. So tell me if this aligns is like title, maybe money, like success. Right. But you were like, felt out of alignment because now you know that this is your truth. Like what were some of the challenges that you faced and maybe you didn't? Yeah. So the interesting part of the timing was when I was working in corporate, it was just such a beautiful addition. Um, But during the time of transition of me detaching more and more from my role in corporate, we moved. We had a really big move. We were in Seattle and my husband got a job in Santa Barbara. 
So it was a natural, like, all right, we're done. (laughs) And we left and I overnight became a stay at home mom. Mm. And it was a re that, that, and I had this, like, I want to do more of what I'm doing um, or what I was doing on the side. And so I would figure out how to be a mom to two little ones with the oldest one in school. And then at night, I started doing virtual healing sessions for people. And it was a beautiful balance. But the piece that was part of my healing and all that, what I mean, so many pieces was accepting that I was different because I was starting to see spirits. I um, was doing something so entirely different that I had to just slowly kind of come out. It wasn't like I could just rip the bandaid. It was like, I just had to slowly, like, it was like through friends and family and friends of friends. And, and I would just kind of build there. And then slowly I started like putting it here and there. Um, and it felt like my inner child was just like, Oh no, Mm. (laughs) like, like just, Oh, this is so scary. You're now you're now you're going to be seen because I had spent so much my life just trying not to be seen because I felt so different. And, um, and I was also figuring out how to be a mom. Right. And, but the two are so connected because here I am using this fully accepted at this point. Um, and helping mothers because it's a lot mm-hmm. as mothers and the things internally and the support we need that we don't get and not disconnecting from ourselves in that process and how to really be the mothers that feel the freedom, the ease and um, creating the life that we still want and can create while also being, and usually they're they're interconnected. Um, um, being a mom because there's, I just found that there was just such a missing piece in motherhood mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and feeling supported and seen and held um, in ways that just were not available yeah. um, during during that time. And with like feeling different, what does that mean to you now? Yeah. Um, I mean, now I just see everybody as different. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, totally. It's not a thing. Right. But growing up, it's... For, for many, we're so sensitive to energy. And it just is... It can be too much. Mm-hmm. And... To, to see things or um, for me, like I, I'm into human design. So as a projector, like I just kind of felt I all, I mean, I was, I could see everything, but there was so much energy around me that it just kind of depleted. So I just kind of kept tucking back, tucking back, tucking back. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't the energy like engine, like the manifesting generators and the generators, like I just couldn't keep going Mm -hmm. like everybody else around me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that I felt different. And then to just, um, having these gifts that I would just kind of slowly turn down the dial or turn off in order to exist Mm -hmm. amongst everybody and the, like when I kind of feel or look into the energy, it's kind of like this, like rattling this like yeah. little 
Um, it's almost like because it's like you felt misunderstood, but almost because you didn't understand. And yeah. I always, I always say like the things that we think are wrong with with us are actually the things that make us kick ass and rock yeah. stars. But we just like don't realize that until we do. Yeah. And like I even think my husband just pointed this out to me because like the whole reason I'm able to do these podcast episodes is because like I got shit going on. Like yeah. I'm a human, right? Yeah. And so something will happen to me. I screw up, quote unquote, or whatever. I don't give myself grace and I get really mad. And I'm like, oh God, how do I not get this already? Mm-hmm. And he was like, the reason you don't get it is so that you can explain it to other people who are going through it. And I was like, that's my superpower. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I get it all. I've read it all. I've done all the things. And yet still, like I find myself tripping up over these super mundane like practices, right? But that makes me relatable and I'm able to coach people through it. Yeah. And so it's almost like, because in your experience, like back in the day, like you had this magic, like you're magical, like you're a unicorn, like we're all unicorns. And it's like, because it wasn't acknowledged by you, by others, it was like seen as like this thing that's like, oh God. Like this, I just feel uncomfortable. This isn't right. Like what's wrong with me? And now you're like this butterfly because you're like embracing it and changing people and changing yourself. And like, I just think it's so beautiful, like how full circle that experience can be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You nailed it. You nailed it. And also we're all human, right? Like people also say, you know, wow, you're so calm and grounded. I really like, I want to be a mother just like you. And it's just like, Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I have opportunity just as much as you. Like, totally. Like, for the most part, I just keep practicing. Like, how can I stay more grounded the next round? Yeah. (laughs) Because if you were super elevated, like, you literally would be so elevated that you couldn't even speak, like, how we were talking about before. Like, if you were in the corporate world and your dad was trying to talk to you about like shamanic deaths, you'd be like, what is happening? Right. <laughs> so it's like, we need that relatability. But I think too, in just society in general and as business women as well, it's like this balance too of like, how freaky do I get? Like, I'm also a real estate agent. So like, yeah. how much do I relay yeah. that's also going to make it still safe for people to want to work with, you know, I don't know where that balance is. Like, where do you find the line, I guess, for you specifically? Or is there one? Um, I mean, it all feels the same. Even yeah. when you talk about real estate, like everybody, it's, it's kind of weaving in whatever needs to be woven into the next thing. So and it doesn't have to be spirituality all the time, mm-hmm. right? Like sure. I don't live 24 seven in this like floaty space. Like I love to do other things and it's not like pick a lane. It's, I can, it's, it's about showing up for you, for example, like real estate, just showing up as you. Right. You're not That's like, what it is. Yeah, that's you're not my like line. part of you. You're right. just going up. You just happen to also be, love this. And then you right. love this. And you right. just show up the same through it all. It's when you start to... Um, like, let's say like if I were still in corporate and I would show up as somebody not me to fit the corporate model. Thankfully, I was in a creative space. So, I mean, I didn't really... I, it was... Yeah. You could still be, you you could still do like Reiki in the office. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And so, but for some it's, it's tricky Mm -hmm. and it's just finding out, like you don't have to become spiritual and become a healer. Like we need people in all areas of the, of jobs of the world, um, to just be aligned. And reminding ourselves that, like, I could have a conversation with somebody at, you know, the grocery store that switches everything for them. I remember when my mom died, people who were the receptionists were reaching out. Like, it was just like, you just never know. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And I think, too, to your point, it's like, and I'll talk about, too, in in other episodes, it's like so much less about what you do. Mm. It's just about how you do it. And to know that you're the only you there is and ever will be with your experiences and your thoughts and your desires. And so when you come forward as your true authentic self, that's the greatest 
gift you can give the world. However, getting to that space, and this may, I don't know, in my brain, I'm just saying it comes natural to her. (laughs) But like, how, what advice would you have for someone who's like, I know who I am, but I'm scared to be that person in real estate. I'm scared to be that person in my corporate job. Like, what do I do? How do I be me? Yeah. Um, I would say it's going slow. So, and, and really coming back within and connecting with the confidence and the light and giving the in the inner child what they need in order to, to, to feel because really it just means we're, we're not feeling safe. And so we need to do whatever we need to do to feel safe yeah, and grounded and, and timing. Like, you know, if, if we're not ready to do something, we need to, we need to go in and like build these muscles and take care of ourselves and build this strength. So that way, when we can come out, that if somebody's going to like push against us, that mm-hmm. we're going to be okay. Because mm-hmm. if, if it's like, all right, here we go. And you just like, and for some people it works. You, and you, you just like kind of pop out and somebody's like, oh, and you get, and it's like, oh, maybe that's not me. And then it can kind of spiral. So it's just like, give yourself the time, give yourself the just be patient with the process and baby steps. Mm-hmm. Um, but like keep returning back in um, until you feel ready enough. And often it's just about showing up for you. Like, mm-hmm. does that mean you have to have a different conversation? Does that mean you need to create um, a different routine in your day? Does that mean you need to hire somebody to take on this so you can, you know, if you're a seer, that's what you focus in on. Like, it's just, it doesn't have to be a big thing either. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like these small steps that just grow into the bigness. And also too, I'm hearing you say, it's like so much less about doing. We're in such a doing culture and you're literally like, no, just feel. Like yeah. feel it and figure out. Cause like, that's G U R U is the guru. Yeah. You know, it's like you know. Yeah, always. And just trusting, trusting, trusting um your intuition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when working with moms, especially, yeah, that's kind of your expertise. What <sighs> I guess like I'm thinking back, we had talked about this before we started recording is like when I first met you, I was like, I was in the like finding mode, the seeking mode, which is like an old person, old version of me that was like, once I found the thing, I was like, oh my God, this, this tell me more, tell me more. I need to know more. I need to know more. And then I was like, okay, I've arrived, right? That idea of like, let's not live in the gap anymore, like the seek. Yeah. And then after pregnancy, it's like, I am a totally different person. I don't know who I am. I don't know what this looks like. I want to know what it looks like. So let me seek and find and seek and seek, right? And then I came to you and like, I wanted... My goal of that experience really was to try and like find something that I thought I was looking for. But in reality, like I was just looking for me. Yeah. Which was always there. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess I... Tell me what that process looks like in working with moms. And is there like a theme with that? Do you find that like women come to you and they're in a certain space and you're really trying to like connect them back into this new version and then you like let them go? Or like, what is that? Tell me more about that. Yeah. (laughs) Every, there's not like a, like a thread really. Every mom has a different healing uh, as we all do, but it's just meeting everybody where they're at and everybody is all over, all over the place. 
Um, and so it's just meeting where they're at and just in a way holding them because we are adults, but yet we need to still be held Mm -hmm. in a way that is coming from, you know, a motherly, like that energy of the mother. And so, um, allowing them to just rest, to, um, to ground. Cause a lot of times they're, they're spiraled out. And so it's bringing that, getting them back into their body, creating that safety, um, and going from there. Mm-hmm. Even sometimes the kids will come to me first. So I also work with kids because it supports the mom or yeah. sometimes not often, but sometimes even husbands, mm-hmm. um, because it support, like, it's just all about the mom, but sometimes I have to go a different angle, support the kid, which then supports the mom. Um, yeah. To answer your question. Yeah. Are you led into the process just because you're so intuitive? So you're kind of like, you work with moms, but you're like, what that looks like? Yeah. What does that even mean? Like, there's just so many different variations of things that show up. Things. And so then, like, you use that intuitive guidance that you have to kind of direct the path forward. Yeah. Or just whatever comes forward first, kind of leaning into it and then moving from there. So, for instance, working with a mom, I don't even know if it was the end. So, I don't um, retain anything from sessions. Um, which is a, a gift because I don't, it means I'm, I'm straight in it channel and then yeah. I, and then it's done. I don't carry anything. Yeah. Um, so I'm just kind of connecting with the energy of this. She worked with her and then immediately led to support of her child. Mm-hmm. So then it was like support of her child and then Oh, and then my husband. So I just, I just kind of, you just kind of go with it and feel into where it's kind of like not quite, you know, using the intuition and discernment is if it's like the husband isn't ready or the kid, like kind of feeling into that, Mm -hmm. I will, I will be like, nope. Okay. (laughs) Like, let's wait. They're not ready. Yep. Yep. So it's not like, <laughs> oh yeah, bring me your whole family. No. Oh. <laughs> so many, there's so many family members who are like, yeah, not ready. <laughs> and again, meeting people where they're at, right? Meeting people where they're at. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it also sounds to it so much less about like steps. Yeah. And like the almost like the masculine energy, if you will. Yeah. And just tapping into the flow and the divine and like the guidance and just whatever mm-hmm. comes forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if someone were to ask you, aka me, yeah, um, they're in this space of like, let's just use birth as like unknown because that could be anything. Yeah. Um, it's like this beautiful new landscape. What would you suggest in terms of process if you can even go there? Yeah. Like how do they navigate this new land? Like if somebody were to be about to give birth or, or just like anything. they're on a new path. Yeah, no. So it could be like, an because I think all endings are also beginnings. So even it could be a crossing of a loved one. It could be moving to a new, completely new location where you lose your, you, you don't lose, you stop working in the like corporate world and you start working as a mom or like just these life changes, right. That we cyclically go through all the time. Like what process do you maybe even you use or you go through with your clients to just navigate these new landscapes? Mm-hmm. 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 Cause you've gone through a lot yeah, right? yeah. and you've seen okay. people go through a lot. Mm-hmm. So like, what does that look like for you too? So the visual that the word I get is surrender. You, mm-hmm. you 
the more you hold on. Oh my gosh, there's like so many things. I know, I'm feeling it too. Yeah. Could just yeah, go. I'm like, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Pretend like I'm not even here. So you surrender completely, tapping into that trust because there are no accidents. You're always guided exactly mm-hmm. where you need to be. Even if you're like, this is awful, it's like you are there for a reason and and honestly, it takes a little bit of time and hindsight to be able to look back to be like, this is all making sense. Right. So surrendering and being intentional. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go to moving, for instance. Moving from Seattle to Santa Barbara, it was this grounding i could feel it so it was this warmth i mean i'm leaving cold i'm coming into this beautiful peaceful warmth but also on the other end chaos because i'm now a stay-at-home mom after leaving corporate so it's just like this going slow openness okay what do i need always checking in with me. I I have not always been like that, but this is what I recommend. Mm-hmm. Always checking in with yourself. What do you need? What needs to be reevaluated? What no longer works? Um, but the intention or the vision is kind of this, like what you hold over here. So maybe it's, it's like how people pick a word in January. Mm-hmm. It's like for, their for year. the year. It's mm-hmm. like having that, that, part that vision. So for me, it was like ease, grounding, um, and starting a business. Mm -hmm. So kind of holding that and then surrendering and just seeing where you're guided and, and where the journey takes you. The image I get, this is where people can feel the tension and even the discomfort in the body. It's like you're on a raft, Mm -hmm. this crazy wild river. um, And you're in the raft, but you're holding onto a tree. (laughs) So you're you're, you're just kind of like stuck in what you think or what you want. It's like not comfortable. And so it's just this like letting go, even though you're like, oh my gosh, absolutely not. But just <laughs> totally. you're you're not gonna get there. You're not gonna get to where you want to go. And it's gonna be really hard if you don't let go of the tree. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I love that. And I've even used something similar in the past where there was no raft though. You find yeah. the raft in the calm waters down at the end of the turbulence. Yeah. <laughs> you're actually right. drowning. There's yeah. full on. Yeah. 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 But now you have the wraps at least. And again, like if you don't feel safe, if you don't feel safety, Mm -hmm. it's really hard to move forward in pretty much anything. Mm -hmm. So finding the safety, whether it's in your body, um, in partnership, um, just anything to start to build from there. So I work a lot with like building the foundation and, um, even like super simple and tangible, like water, rest, nourishment, meditation, movement, like use that to help build your foundation. Mm-hmm. Let go of all the stuff, mm-hmm. keep it simple and just start to like, almost like fuel yourself up with the simplest pieces, which can also feel like the most challenging pieces. I was going to say, I feel like those are, those are like the key foundations to everything. They are. It's just like, (laughs) whenever I'm not doing those basic things, life's complete chaos. And then you, you're in it and you're like, what, how do I fix this? How do I fix this? And then something happens and you're like, oh yeah. Just like those main, like those things I know, like I know those things, you know? 
And I think summation, all that, that was beautiful, by the way, um, is trust. Like literally, if you want to take one thing away from this amazing conversation with Lisa, it's like, just trust. Because when you trust the process, it's like, which can be so freaking hard to do. Yeah. When you're in it. But yeah, trust and like faith and all that. I just feel like that's like the bedrock of my whole life. Yeah. Some people have a hard time trusting based on certain experiences. So it's permission to have your hand held while you learn how to trust. So it's, it's like you don't have to do it alone. Find find the people or the person. It can just be one person and just have them hold your hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing this for somebody right now. It's just like, I got you. We're going to keep just baby step. Mm-hmm. And you just, just don't rush it, but just we're going to learn to trust again. Mm-hmm. So if it's not coming natural for somebody, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. I think one thing I learned that's been helpful but it takes some time to recognize it sometimes is like, if I'm in like a full tizzy, um, I'm doing all the things, it's just not working, is just imagining like white light in front of me, almost like a waterfall. Yeah. And I just, I go, all right, this is all you. Yeah. Like, just take it. Just show me. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm done with it. And every time I do that, it's yeah. a matter of minutes. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I'm, I feel different, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Whether you're visual or um, for people that aren't visual, just getting outside and allowing yourself to receive the medicine in which is around you. And even if you're not immersed, if you're in the city, like just connecting with the the wind or the sun or the tree or some parts of you know spots of grass or just like or get to a place where you can kind of just let go um nature has a way of just giving you the medicine whatever you're needing Mm -hmm. um if you're open to receiving Mm -hmm. um that's another way like a little tangible to because I I have a handful of clients who aren't visual and so like you're telling me this the tree I'm like great no problem just yeah. go, just follow me no problem just feel it yeah totally. <laughs> try and feel it in your body don't try and see it <laughs> go outside that's it that's yeah. all we have for today yeah. no yeah. Um, one thing um, that keeps coming up in my head is do you have you practiced a course in miracles. Are you familiar with it? Um, no, but I that feels very familiar. So s- people have definitely mentioned this or talked about this around me because I. Oh my god, you are a course in miracles. So yeah. a course in miracles, like yeah. the summation of it is, nothing unreal or okay, nothing real can be threatened. Mm-hmm. Nothing unreal exists. Mm-hmm. Herein lies the peace of God, mm-hmm. and God can be. Replaced with whatever. Yeah. And all it is, is that like all our emotions really stem from the choice between love Mm. or fear. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a trip to go on this, like this new thing, because I feel like we come forward to spaces with like attack thoughts or defensiveness or it's really all it is, is fear and feeling kind of tying this all in is like feeling unsafe. Yeah. Because the truth of who we really are and like who we want to be and who we see ourselves as is like just pure love essence and giving love and always just loving each other. Yeah. Because we feel unsafe for whatever reason, we need to like hold ourselves in this space and protect ourselves. But if we really knew who we were and didn't feel different and accepted ourselves and understood ourselves, we can then open up and express love and help other people and be the light of the world, which would truly, genuinely, this is only the second time I've met you. I can just feel that from you and like how you help other people and just like how you show up is like no judgment. 
It's yeah. all love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I can see in people's hearts. So mm-hmm. when you can see and feel into people's hearts, you get you you connect with their essence. And then you see why they do and say things. But it's so easy to be like, but I see you. So of course, of course that you're going to be acting or defensive or whatever. I, I love you because I can see. I mean, I, I genuinely love people. And <laughs> some, you know, like my husband will be like, you're what? <laughs> I'm like, no, but really. Like, I mean... The people that are like in and out, like there, there are people that I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're nope, we're good. But like, yeah. <laughs> but really, like you can see, and I think this is a practice for really everybody is letting go. Gosh, there's just so many things that we like. It's like, well, just like let like removing all the stuff, simplifying easier said than done, but the magic truly is seeing somebody, their light, their heart, and just allowing, Mm -hmm. just allowing. Um, That's truly where I believe the healing of humanity can exist and, um, and be created because I don't find I react or get triggered anymore these days. The more that I practice being grounded and connecting straight into somebody's heart, mm-hmm. it just is love. Right. Um, you know, it's easy to say like love can heal and cure all, but like truly okay. like really come from that place and see the other person. There's nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because that you started here. Yeah. Because you can't give what you don't already have. Yeah. And I think that is a big thing in our world is like, how can I change you? How can I change this? I need you to change in order for me to feel better. I need this to be different in order for me to feel better. When in reality, when you feel better, when you love yourself, when you allow, when you accept, then you don't give a shit about all that. Like you can just let it be because you're like, that's, they are what they are. And I am what I am. And that's great. And the world is what it is. And like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it all starts here. And I'm pointing to my heart. The interesting part about the heart is it's often the hardest part for me to get into the heart and the lower body. Um, because it's so blocked and guarded naturally as people are like, Ooh, Nope, 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 nope. And you kind of build this space. Um, But the reason that I can do what I do is because I allowed the death my mom, who was literally my entire world, break me open. So when you allow for things to expand and open you, it's really uncomfortable. But if you can go on that journey, you can find peace. You can find acceptance and love and freedom um, in so many different ways, whether it's within yourself or within your relationship or with others. But it's really about allowing that cracking and that breaking and moving through it to, to kind of allow for the magic to, to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also too, and I can't cognitively understand this all the time, but in certain moments that it's not, when we go through those wild experiences and like face that, yeah, it's not the circumstance necessarily. It's a shift in perception. Yeah. Because like, I'm sure even your mom still does know like you are already had all that that was already there. It was just that process allowed you to officially recognize it and give yourself permission to acknowledge it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And also want to add, it wasn't that she died and I was like, okay. Like it was like three years of darkness. Mm-hmm. And then it was emerging. It wasn't like <laughs> this overnight. No, it was quite a lengthy bit of time mm-hmm. um, of wrestling with just your dark side and the grief and the ugliness. Um, and then you and then you get to choose. You get to choose, which is hard for people know that it is a choice. I remember an old boss saying, you always have a choice in everything. Mm-hmm. And I chose to head, like take my grief head on and just go. And I just met it at every single step of the way. And every time it just opened another door and opened another door. And, um, times that it just rocked me and I just kept going. I was like, just go. Cause I was so tired of being on the floor of just like miserable that I was like, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> and so here I am of just like feeling that freedom and that love because you lose somebody that is like your person. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no, like tap out. I mean, I was a mother and everything, but I was like, no, 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 I'm done with this, this reality. So all in all, your heart is such an incredible vehicle. If you choose to get in the driver's seat and go slow, you don't have to push on the gas, but just go slow. And again, I had people holding my hand. Mm. I didn't, I didn't. And it, it was like, a friend, um, a teacher, like I had at different stages, I had people that kind of got me to the next. So it's like, you don't have to do it by yourself, but just move through the heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feel, you probably don't remember this because it was during our session, but my dad crossed in April too, but it was in, um, you were 10 years was your mom this It'll past year? 10 years. It was nine. We're moving. Nine. Into- Year 10. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're 10 and um, four. Okay. Oh and similar thing, similar relationship. But I find like, I don't know. We're kind of, t- I'm kind of tangenting off everybody, but I think this will be valuable. Yeah. Is like, I get, I'm sick of it. Yes. I'm over it. And so I feel like almost, I think I'm always like, oh, I'm over. I'm, I'm good. But it's almost because I think mentally, I'm just like, if I cry yeah. one more time, I'm done. Like, what's the point? I don't know. Honestly, I got to your nine and I'm like, why am I still crying? Like, I see you. I work with you. Like, why am I still crying? Um, but it's because it's part of our process. It's part of our journey. Mm-hmm. And we love so much and so deeply. Mm-hmm. I saw this beautiful illustration of like grief in the middle and then you build your life around it. Mm-hmm. And it just move. It is, is part of your life. Mm-hmm. And it does not go away. So mm-hmm. it's not just like, we're going to, you know, t- with time, you know, it, it does soften, but sometimes it softens and then it kind of comes with that. Yeah. Oh, that's so I- validating. Even though I know that I tell myself that I'm always like, I know, is this, is this true? Cause like I have the best analogy when my grandpa passed, his sister told me this and it was like, Oh, she was like, it's like a scar or it's like a cut on your hand. And it's like a gash for the first couple of years, like a bloody wound. It's open, open wound. Open wound, bleeding, pus, it's disgusting. And then it, it crusts over and then it gets ripped off. And then it honestly becomes a scar. And then that gets ripped off and it's bloody again. It's like, it's just, it's always going to be there. And there's varying degrees of the wound. Yeah. And I was like, that is so magical. Because I was, I told her too, I'm like, oh, I'm so sick of crying. I'm just so I know. I will say what did help me was shifting my language and my perspective. So when I hit the point of just like, 
oh my gosh, I can't live my life like this. I felt just on the floor. I needed to get up. I couldn't get up. And my best friend just like swooped me up, did this whole retreat, pulled me in and it shifted everything. It was like, I found that the, the whole three years, all I was saying was I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm just all of the words that I was creating Mm -hmm. and I switched it and I was like, I need rest. I need rest. Like, and I just allowed for the shift to help lift me. Like my intention was to like get off the floor and to have more peace in my life and my language. I'm very, very conscious of the words that come out of my mouth ever since that, Mm -hmm. because it has such a big impact. I honestly believe my words kept me on the floor in that darkness because I was just, I mean, the words, the beliefs, everything was just like, yeah. Cause it's like, you're, that's your story. That's you're the only one thinking it. Like you're the only one not thinking it is like acknowledging it as truth. Cause I'll say, and I don't know if this resonates with you is like, those words still come up, but I choose not to speak them aloud or don't choose to recognize them as such. Like they'll be there and I'm all, no, we don't don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just like permission, like, oh yeah, see you. What do we need to do to switch? Like versus a a big theme right now is focus for people because there's so much happening. It's just focus. And so it's just like, oh, 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 here I go. Here I go. Nope. Just focus in. All right. I need some rest. I'm going to go lay down. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to just breathe in some fresh air. I'm going to sit with a cup of tea. I'm going to say no to that. Like it's just focus in on one thing. Don't let it spiral or get bigger than it needs to. Um, yeah. Yeah, does that? I and then, yeah, no, that's perfect. And if it does, like, that's okay too. Totally. Like totally. you being on the floor for three years. I needed while to. Do- I I feel for you and have so much empathy for that process. Yeah. Yeah. That is what makes you such a amazing healer and yeah. a connector and someone that can heal people because you you can see it, you recognize yeah. it. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No judgment. People want to be on the floor five years. No problem. I. <laughs> Somebody said something about like, you can't deny somebody else their suffering. Like nobody could take my suffering away until I decided I didn't want to suffer anymore. And I think for women or mothers, we want to take any bit of suffering away and just allow for people to be pain-free. But that's not everybody's journey. There's so much richness and healing and magic in pain. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing. Right. Um, I don't think I would be where I am if I didn't experience the depths of grief because now I can help people through the depths of grief. Um, and so just allowing for whatever process, but for me right now, I don't, I can stay like, I can get distracted and I just need to come back to focus. So mm-hmm. if you're, if you know, if you've been practicing certain things, and you're like, oh, here, we've got another opportunity to practice the <laughs> language. Great, let's focus in. Because <laughs> yeah. the opportunities never stop. Oh, they never stop. I oh, wish I joy. could But there's just so many beautiful opportunities to practice. <laughs> I know. If only the idea of the there in my mind was true and it wasn't now. It's right now, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, that'll be my lifelong lesson. I talk about it all the time. Um this was freaking amazing. I want to ask you, this is from Oprah. Yeah. I stole it from Oprah. I mean, I love her. Um, what What do you know for sure, Lisa? Um, what do I know for sure? I know that... that I get to believe what's true and what isn't true. I, I, 
or choice. Like that is true for me. Um, because whether or not this reality is real or the situation is what it is, I get to choose how, what is true for me, what, how, or I, how I want to respond. Um, and the love in my heart, like that to me is, is. My answer. My... That was a really good one. Oh, good. <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, For sure. Because we don't, we don't know. There's so much that just we think, but really, it might not. I, be. I'm a quoter. Um, yeah. To think what you want to think is to think the truth, regardless of appearances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. I often think, like, what if this whole reality is an illusion? Like. <laughs> How do we play that game? <laughs> it just... And that's why I cannot wait to introduce you to A Course in Miracles. <laughs> if you want to, if it I feels good. Mean, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's like this whole world's an illusion. Um, yeah, a story for another time. But thank you so much, Lisa. This was lovely. You're so welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In and thank you for listening.